Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. Peace and blessings, family. Good morning. Good evening. Top of the world. Hotep. Even hello, which is really hollow, because we know hell is low. But hollow is also another name for that which is up above. Referring to the sun as well. For it it remains to be the derivative of the word halo. Today is January the 8th, Saturday of 2022. Based on the norms in modern society, it is eight days into the new year. And I hope you all are well. I hope that there is little to no sickness where you are. And if you are experiencing any sickness or anyone that you know close to you or any friends or family, I pray that they have a speedy recovery. As you can see in today's title, it is called The Imperfect, Perfect Life. We're just going to have a really down-to-earth talk today, because on this show we talk about any and everything. And there will be some changes coming soon to the show. Uh, There will be some website. There will be a website coming out very soon. Hopefully we'll get that up and running. Um... And I will have more information on that to come and newer commercials that we'll be having coming on the show soon as well. I'd like to give a shout out to Tracy, who has given me some ideas on that particular way of doing things for my show and the support. I also would like to give a shout out to any of you who have supported Favorite Radio as best as you can, whether it's just listening to the show or sending me honest feedback in your emails and even those of you who've donated for the for the few of you that have. I really want to thank you. I don't know one day from the next, um, but I can tell you this. As much as we've had discussions and talks about being in the latter times, the end times, the prophetic times of old versus now. One thing I can say is that. Even in the worst of moments, we've somehow found our way out of it. And one thing I want to say before we go into our commercial break. Some of the best 
accomplishments, some of the best work that a lot of people have admired from well-known to unknown people has come from people being in the worst and lowest moments of their life. I mean, you can be so low on an emotional scale, you don't find or see your way coming out of it. Pain is pain, regardless of what type it is, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, it's all spiritual because all of those things are the embodiment of what we experience. And I just want to say this to you all. It's amazing how low you can be and out of the lowest that you are, some of the best work, whether it be poems, speeches, discoveries, some of the best of the best has been discovered or made or brought about from people being hurt. It wasn't planned. Their pain that they felt wasn't intentional all the time. Sometimes they didn't even know what they were going to do if they even wanted to be alive. But out of that pain, discomfort, out of that imperfection came perfection. Some of us could be at our very worst and go through hell or some form of it and somehow come out on top because it's all you have left if you have anything at all inside of you. And it's remarkably the most oddest way to accomplish certain things in life. And I'm not saying that's how all things are done, but I think we don't take enough time to give precedence and credit to things such as the imperfections of life. Many will hear you, but they won't listen. Some will listen, but they're not really hearing you. Some people can hear and relate to what you say to some degree, can even comprehend it on a more lesser scale, but they're not connecting to you to feel what you're saying or to even feel you for that matter. That's why I guess poets have such a huge hand in this world. A true poet doesn't write to sound good or to sound deep. A true poet writes to express oneself from their heart, from their experiences, because they know not only are they the only ones experiencing things, but there are many others who experience it too. And it's something that time travails time and time again, traverses through time and space. Family, it is that time for us to give thanks to our sponsors. So don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. I'm your boy, Jay Rated R. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 family. It is your boy, Jay Rated R. 
And that's right, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first, no doubt. We're going to give a special, special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine. She's a woman filled with the spirit of Christ, filled with the spirit of the Most High. And I want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She is definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word, R-O-C-K-C-U-T, and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement, and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her, subscribe to her channel, and much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed, and as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, family, we are back. Thank you all for returning with me here on Favorite Radio. I am your boy, Jay Rated R, and you are tuning in to Favorite Radio. You know, family, I have to uh, admit something to you guys. And I probably have said this a very small fraction amount of times on this podcast. I may not always get things in life 100% correct. I mean, I don't know anybody that does, but I'm sure that there's an anomaly out there somewhere. Other than the most high, I'd have to say that would be the only reason why. And I think we hear those type of things that we know we're all a part of so frequently that it becomes a cliche to hear it when somebody says, I'm not perfect. No one is. And that being said, there is no monopoly on the reason given because of that reason in itself alone. Perfection is not something that we have been blessed with in terms of God's status. And um, even gods can fail. Now, when I say it in that, in, that, in that manner, in that way, I'm not referring to the creator of all things. Because even gods are created by a creator who happens to be the creator of all things. And this is one of the reasons why I don't like to refer to the one and only true Most High as a God. 
because a God is only a title. It's not the name of the individual being or beings that you are making references to. It gives, well, let's just say it gives an open right to anyone entitled to be called by that name. But that's not what this is about. No, this is about the imperfect, perfect life of living. Now, what does that title mean? I'm going to go ahead and explain it to you right now. I guess before the last commercial break, if you had really been listening closely, I made it very clear in a way, maybe indirectly for some, that none of us are perfect and that some of our greatest work, some of our best work, our best effort comes when we feel at our very lowest, the bottom. I mean, the bottom of the barrel. So low that you don't even think there's a possibility that you could get back up. But somehow, some way, through the grace of the Most High, life comes about and sprouts inside of you and gives you some form of a burst, a reason, a purpose. And sometimes you don't even know why you're giving up. You don't know why, you just know there's a feeling of incompletion. That being said, that's everyday life for everybody on this planet in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And you're probably thinking, where is J-Rated All going with this? We've had many podcasts on this show that have had enough of feelings being displayed in a very low manner, a very low frequency of expressions being displayed here on the show. Why? Simply because of one thing. I'm authentic. I'm like you. I'm a fragile being in the sense that I can be broken. That doesn't mean we're weak. Just means that we have vulnerabilities And when we learn to use those vulnerabilities more so to our advantage, they can become great strengths. Incomprehensible strengths. Things that we don't even know about ourselves can be discovered. And I think one of the keys to learning to become a perfected being or perfecting yourself is by making mistakes. Being the anomaly of what we call error. Error in itself can be looked upon as an anomaly or it can be looked upon as a guide, a teacher, if you will. And what gives us the ability to learn from our mistakes? Experience which can become our most greatest teacher of all. How does one experience mistakes? In order to do that, they have to make mistakes. But what's the one word that gives us the ability to even be here in order to do so? Life. Life is an abundance of ups and downs ins and outs, lefts and rights. 
It's a cornerstone that is not easily reached, attained, or achieved. And I think we're so focused on certain things at times in our life, different interviews or chapters in our lives, different stages or phases or ages of our lives, that sometimes we can miss what's most important. And it's something that doesn't just come about, but it's always been right there in front of you. But you never noticed it until it's almost too late. And that is love. And someone in the video that Billy Ocean, I can't remember which particular video it was. It's a music video sung by the artist Billy Ocean. I think it's everlasting life or everlasting whatever one he, however he says it. He in the video was standing at a grave tomb, I think, at some part in that video. And it's the words life were written and in an acronym. And it stood for love is forever. Because if there's nothing else about this world that's real, upon all the drama, emotions, and letdowns, and pains, and failures, constant agonies, rebuttals, disagreements, disdained, disharmonizing, dismissed, disapproved ways that we can possibly experience what's considered hell in a sense, rationally and irrationally on this earth, the one thing that can be honestly guaranteed, even in the darkest of times, even when we don't feel it, can't muster it ourselves, it seems, but can be forgiven because of it, can withstand anything because of it, can rise from falling and failure because of it, to succeed, you must have this passion or this word that exists because the very universe itself was created by the one who created us all with this one word in mind that seems to withstand and traverse time itself and exist outside of time. And that word is love. Such a very simple word. We hear it so much being used in every possible way in terms of communication, whether it be ver verbal or some form of uh, body language. The semantics don't always come with a manual. <laughs> Quotes, words can't always describe that which is sometimes indescribable. A logical and rational mind one that's very calculative, precise and prompt, can't always rationalize logically what love is. It's bigger than anything that any of us have ever experienced. And yet it's huge and great and immortal as it may seem and is, it also is within us, the imperfect, being 
love may not be expressed perfectly as a human being because we're flawed in using and knowing its true usage, its true purpose, and overstanding and understanding its true existence and reason for being. But one thing we can, most of us, come to an agreement in saying about love is that it's always there, even when we don't grasp it fully. It it will always be there. So if we came from love in terms of being created by a creator in the universe of multiverses, is it back to love that we return? As Ecclesiastes chapter 12 tells us. (sighs) Only one can tell. Family, we're going to go ahead and take our next commercial break. I'm Jay Rated R. Don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 family. It is your boy, Jay Rated R. And that's right. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. We're going to give a special, special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine. She's a woman filled with the spirit of Christ, filled with the spirit of the most high. And I want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She is definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word, fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. R-O-C-K-C-U-T and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her. Subscribe to her channel and much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. family we are back we are talking about the imperfect perfect life of living sounds like a depressing title but it's a realistic one 
And as you already know, for those of you who've been with me long enough now to know this, on this show, we talk about everything and anything at any time. Family, the more we progress in this world, we're starting to see a lot of more, we're starting to see a lot more devastation take place. Now, everything isn't all doom and gloom, of course. That would not be fair to living what's considered a balanced equation or a balanced life. And even though there's fluctuations that pertain to life, such as light versus dark, et cetera, et cetera, sometimes those balances are in it or an imbalance equation because it always kind of appears to be for some reason more than some or others one side is tilted towards being more favored than it being a neutral ground and well some of that has to do with us and how we think and things in our lives that we have and and involved ourselves with or it could be that the the level of energy that we deposit into things or it could just simply be the way the world is as a whole in general the state of mind has changed and in flux if you will has changed the structure has changed Somebody's tipping and tilting the scales, if you will. And some of those things we can control and a lot of them are out of our control. So instead of trying to control outside of ourselves things that we can't, the only thing that we can get a grasp on is how we control ourselves in the process, how we control and contain our emotional state our mental state. But sometimes we need help with that. Even that sometimes becomes unattainable, uncontrollable. And those things can also lead us to a path of destruction. We manifest cancers and illnesses and diseases in our life where we're not in alignment with things that are balancing out the equation and instead we're only bringing more disaster or destruction on others as well as upon ourselves this podcast was brought into fruition for a couple of reasons one I was already in a deep thought of mine, right? I was already in my deep thoughts and feelings. And, you know, why I won't say, I won't get into that, bore it to bore you all. Uh, but let's just say that people can bring things to surface when you do some talking. And you see how they think and how they feel. 
And it makes you question things in your life. It makes you question yourself. It makes you question them. It makes you question life. And the other reason why this podcast came into being is because we're living in some dark times. Right? We just now got whiffed that there's going to be a new variant outside of Omicron and the COVID variant of variables. (laughs) These different variations. This one's called I-H- U, it's the letters I as an ice cream, H as in hate, and U as an umbrella. That's what they're calling it. And it, I don't think it has any particular meaning other than that is the initials that they're giving it. I-H-U, which almost sounds like somebody's either saying they ate you like you were a meal or they hate you as in emotional hate. When you pronounce it or say it phonetically, the sound of it is what it comes out as, I hate you. (laughs) And um, anyway, that's nothing for us to worry about. We've went through far worse things. It just seems to be adding on to the bucket of shit happens. Excuse my language. But it's happening at a much alarming higher rate. And I think we say that every time every generation says that because it seems to just be a little bit more added to their life in their lifetime than what they've seen prior or what they've seen thus far in their life. And well, just more stuff is added. (laughs) Um, People don't really understand sometimes why you need a moment. To yourself, they think it to be you're being funny or you don't care. The problem is you care. That sometimes is a problem. It isn't always that you don't care. That's not the problem. Sometimes the problem, family, is you care too much because your feelings, your energy, your time has been invested into something or someone or a situation that you don't fully understand or comprehend but you roll with it you know it's like stocks you put your hard earned money or money that you don't mind as a principal being invested into something you feel can benefit you don't really know the future but you foresee it in a positive venue, you see it in a positive light that, okay, with the right appropriate steps to doing something, this may turn out to be something amazing. And sure, there's going to always be possibility of losses. You're going to deal with losses no matter what, because in this life, losses to something is inescapable, right? Because we don't live in a life that's immortal in these bodies in this world. We live in a finite life. So that means that you're going to make mistakes. But if you live through them and if you learn from them, you can do better each time. Giving yourself an advantage to becoming a better person, a better human being, a better individual, um, a more evolved spiritual entity. And you can benefit others as well because you learn how to not just do better, but how to feel in the process to get to that point. But it's a process. 
Meaning it's not going to just be something that you get overnight. Everything doesn't have a one solid answer to it. Some things take time. It's just like when you're trying to savor a flavor of some sort, right? You're trying to marinate something to be good. And the longer you tend to it, tentatively, right? You give it the, 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 the necessary ingredients. You're trying something new, but you don't want to overdo it. But you take your time with it so that you can get a pretty good result. At least that's the goal. That's the idea. And then you go to the next step or phase or process. And you do that and do that until you get to a form of almost completing it till you get to the completion. And now all that there's left is to taste it to get the final result. And if it's good enough to you, if it's good for you, voila, your mission has accomplished itself. Now you don't stop there. No, you enjoy where you have succeeded in achieving to get to that point. And now you say, what well, can I do more from here to do better? Does it stop or end here? Is the end of its cycle here? Or do we do it even more better than we did it before? To continue doing something, even if you fail, that is a state of perfection. The reason why there's failure, mistakes, is because it's imperfect. But you're creating it into an art or a canvas by perfecting it. That's what evolving is. Evolving is coming from one form and going into a higher form. Does the Bible not say that angels were made greater than us by a little bit, but then one day we will be given brand new bodies, new names, and that we will become greater than they by even judging them? That's an evolving, transcending, ascending step in evolution spiritually. And it's a process that takes place, which means there's a transformation taking place. It's no different than emotional levels and involvement. It's no different than a cocoon becoming that which is enveloping the caterpillar who is going through a process, a change in steps and evolution and changing its entire form almost to the point of anthropomorphizing from one thing into something else metaphorically, not just metaphorically, literally, but literally and metamorphosizing into a butterfly. But it took time to get to that stage. It's the in-betweens family that we don't give enough credit and heed to, to get to the success because we only want to jump from one thing to the next instantaneously. And everything in life isn't like that. Hence the title, the imperfect, perfect life of living. Patience really is a virtue. And one thing I've been learning through my devoid 
of humanity <laughs> that I've been experiencing um, is to learn to find my humanity in doing so. You ever be so low or get so mad or be so hurt that you question your life ex- existence? You question your reason for being. You question to no end, it seems, almost, why. And the whys are always pertaining to something negative. And it's so bad that sometimes when something good comes about, you question that too because you're expecting it to be a punchline somewhere. You're expecting it to be a prank. You're expecting to be the butt of somebody's joke or laugh. And you know the ridicule and all of that is coming because you've been so used to it being that way that actually sometimes it's just that good is good. And there's no punchline or... There's nothing to it other than it just being good. That's how sad it is to be in a world that things happen to you so often, so much, that you find yourself always defending, always fighting, always crying, always hurting, always complaining, always wondering, always trying but seeming to come up short. For we know in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have come short. of the glory getting right there at the finish line and yet just never able to cross it at least not the way you want to may get right up there on there and trip and boom you trip just a little bit or hesitate and somebody else passes you was it destiny was it fate or did you just in that moment come across an anomaly you weren't prepared to and you couldn't beat it because you just didn't expect it is all of it the same free will versus predestiny do you know the word fatal which means dead or death comes from the derivative root word fate and you know what fate means it's destiny it's predetermined (laughs) so obviously dying is predetermined we know it's coming we just don't know when and the, the sad part about that or the realistic aspect of that is it could come at any given time whether of your own volition by an accident or as fate would have it because of predestiny it's determined to happen and sometimes we can prolong it sometimes we can shorten it but we can't stop it. Isn't that something? Can the same be said for everything else we come across in life that we're faced upon and faced with? Of course, because that is what the very definition of life ensues. That is what is entailed in the word life. It's given an opportunity to experience all things. Good or bad. So I urge all of you that are going through something right now in your life, whether with someone or just in general, or if you just keep looking at the news or looking out the window and the sun isn't coming up enough in somewhat, let's give it a break. It is winter, but hey, we've seen 
the strange weather inclinations of 74 degrees on Christmas and wintertime. We've seen animals that should be hibernating right now have not yet done that. Birds that should have flown south are still here. Bugs on a good day will come out and they're supposed to be hibernating. Snakes, things of that nature. These are all anomalies. And I remember in The Matrix Part 2, the movie Reloaded. The Oracle was sitting down with Neo and she says, Anytime you see something that's going on that shouldn't be going on, that's a glitch in the matrix. Programs hacking other programs. Because somebody somewhere is doing something they're not supposed to. We call it life here. We say all oh, shit happens. That's just how it is. It is what it is. And we keep on trucking. Some people can deal with it a little bit better than others. Some people can't deal with it at all. And they out of here. Suicide. Boom. Or they constantly worry so much they give themselves a heart attack. Or they create a chemical imbalance in within themselves that creates a conflict of interest, if you will, which creates or stares or steers or mustards up some form of a chemical imbalance, which means there's an influx taking place. And boom, they end up manifesting an ailment or a disease, which is a disease, cancer. And cancer is what? It's a deteriorating eating up at you type of element unless it can be treated stopped or cured life can be cancerous if we choose it to be because we are given free will now we can choose a lot of our own demise and destruction we can choose to try to give ourselves a shot at life by giving ourselves a chance to love and be loved, to forgive and be forgiven, to do right by others as we would like to have them do right by us. It's not hard, fam. But it comes off that way sometimes. I'm going to say this. The Bible has at least 30 to 33 different verses that all refer to unequally yoked or being unequally yoked. And for those of you who may not have quite been up to up to par, shall I say, on the Bible, don't be, you know, left out. This isn't a Bible podcast show. Even though we talk a lot about the Bible, we give credit, respect, We give a lot of credence and we take heed to everything that I have said throughout this entire span of doing this show for almost three years now. I always use some form of the Bible to give a comparison to things in our modern day society because it's relevant. And if you will open your eyes and see this without speculation, conjecture, or to call something pseudo, because of lack thereof in terms of knowledge, you would see clearly there's definitely a connection in the Bible versus where we are in today's living. However, I don't just talk about the Bible, although that has been primarily a a huge source where I have delved into 
and these last few shows. More than a few, (laughs) several shows that I've done in the last few months. And um, it will continue to be be ongoing like that whenever there is need. But I also have talked about other cultures, other sound doctrine that I can compare with the Bible and also just with what we see in our everyday life. And so far, not tooting a horn because there's no horn to toot. This is just being factual. I have seemed to have hit a note somewhere along the lines and careful research and bringing to the awareness of others that these different cultures and backgrounds in which we come from, that we're held from genetically and inherently and through our existence in terms of record collecting and data gathered, these things have a lot of similarities more than they do differences in terms of comparisons. And that's how we survive. We leave notes behind from the last generation for the future generation or the next generation to continue where we leave off so that they can continually evolve from that and keeping the respect that came with that from the predecessors, our ancestors, so that we not only not treat them in vain and forget what they mean and what they meant to us, but we thank them and honor them and venerate them for giving us this much knowledge to be more evolved than they were. Hopefully that is the idea. Sometimes it seems that we are ourselves going backwards and that primitive times were more evolved than us. And that is also true, but totally a different topic for a different day. (sighs) Family, I don't get everything right. And I've said this numerous times, but you got people in the world that will try to put you on a pedestal one day and then they turn around and knock you right off of it the next. This is why I'm careful what I say to you guys when I say titles. I don't like to be given a title unless I feel comfortable with that title and I'm humbled by the title only in the sense that it's a title any of us can have and it doesn't require any form of education in terms of school or anything else. I'm not a doctor, so I wouldn't call myself a doctor. Doctors have to be qualified specifically for whatever they're a doctor in. Because usually when you say I'm a doctor in something, it's someone's life is in your hands. And no, not even your most educated doctor will be revered as a God because he's still a man or she's still a woman at the end of the day and they don't have all knowledge and they don't know everything and they don't have the tools, technology or the spiritual power and knowledge to do what can't be done because they're not the most high. And even if they are very gifted in what they do and they can do it better than most or the majority, it still doesn't mean they are perfect being. Hence, this is where the imperfect, perfect life of living comes into play. Some people can be held in such high reverence that they can almost seem flawless until they make a mistake. And Lord, how mercy help them when they do. When they start showing their human side, all the things, all the great works, all the accomplishments, all the success they've had up to par, up to thus far, seems to go rendered useless 
It's like people can turn on them in the twinkling of an eye, despite their rap sheet of how many successes they've had, or how many success stories or testimonies or testaments or historical data shown and, and displayed and taught in honor of this person's name. If that person makes one inty, teensy, itty bit, minuscule, minute error, they will be held accountable as if they are, they're about to get the electric chair or better yet, they're about to be hung. Not literally, but you would think that is what is about to take place because that's how bad people want to see you fail when you're trying your best. Why? Well, we don't have to go into that because that's a factor of many different things and variations as to why people do what they do. Human error in itself says that that's enough. (laughs) But you have people that are bitter. You have people that are angry. You have people that hate to see somebody else succeed and not themselves. You have people for different reasons. You have people because somebody's hair is curlier than theirs, straighter than theirs, lighter than theirs, softer or harder than theirs, darker. or Just crazy things, reasons that we wouldn't even imagine being reasons. Things that sometimes are even unfathomable, but yet there's still reasons. One thing can destroy a whole life's work, a life's history of the embodiment of work that somebody's put into something. Because that is the imperfect, perfect life of living. And it's no different in family, friendships, courtships, relationships. And I mentioned to you guys just a second ago about there's about 30 to 33 scriptures in the Bible relating to being unequally yoked. And it may even be more than that. Because I studied the Bible, family. I've done it for quite a lot of years of my life. But I'm still learning even, even what I thought I already knew. I'm learning more. Because as long as you live and you're willing, there's always a way to learn more. Because you don't know all things. But you're in that creative mind that knows all things. Because you were created from that divine mind we call the most high or many of you call God or the infinite one or the source or the creator of all things and many other names what does it mean to be equally yoked I've often asked that question many times in my life and we get a lot of it because we ask these questions. We get older, those same things that we once asked become a little bit more, sometimes they become a little bit more less likely for us to understand. We have to re-ask questions that we once thought we knew. You know? And I have no problem asking questions. None whatsoever. I think when you ask something, you bring life to it by giving it your attention when it becomes relevant the moment you observe it the moment you question it the moment your mind is centered on it 
And that's the same thing with people. Now, they may be relevant with or without you paying attention to them, but they become the subject of objectivity. They become the question mark that's in the back of your mind or in the front of your mind or just on your mind altogether. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 14 says, be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. What that's saying is it doesn't say relationships. It doesn't say marriage, but it's implication is that of any relationship with another person. Luke chapter six, verse 31 says, and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. Matthew chapter seven, verse 12 says, therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. We refer to these two scriptures as the golden rule. Now, a lot of you understand that to mean he who has the gold rules, obviously. But it's also metaphorically speaking that it's a rule of thumb. It's a golden rule, meaning it's top priority. It is a must do if you want things to be balanced in your life. Do as thou will, as they say. But there are consequences to all actions and all thoughts and things of that nature. So if you don't do something, well, there is also an equal and opposite reaction to that as well. To each they own. Be that as it may. I like the way the Bible in modern times tries to translate these times of old in old English when it was written in through the King James versions, because as it says it, it's how it was actually translated in the original writings. And we only know that when we do translations. But when it says, and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. Likewise, that could go either way, positive or negative. See, here's the thing. This is the part of life that some people say is unfair, like myself, who's always saying that's just not fair. That's not right. That's just not right. I am by nature a person who seeks justice. I hate to see people as underdogs be treated unfairly by people who have a more entitled mind in this society of I'm better than you because they have a better status, maybe financially, or they're from a different type of ward where they live, or they were allotted or given a little bit more opportunity, or less likely didn't have to go do something because they were favored in some type of way. Even though we all have had to stoop at some point in time in our life to prove ourselves, we've had to work hard at something to get somewhere else. Maybe somebody else didn't have to work as hard in getting it. We all have a story. We all have that same story. Most of us, the majority of this planet can say that even those before us and those who will come after us. However, that's not what this is about. That's not the, the relevance of what I'm saying. It's not the moral of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you make a commitment 
in anything in your life. Commit to it as best as you can. If you find yourself or see yourself not being able to uphold to that commitment, then at least be honest in making a fair assessment in saying so, because you're only aligned to yourself if you deny it otherwise. Therefore, if you can tell yourself that, what's to say you won't tell someone else that? I've heard things from many different people, walks of life, people I know and don't know. And it's a general, it's a general sayings that humans have said throughout time. So it's not like it's any particular people out here that I'm referring to. But you hear it more now nowadays than you have probably. Well, at least if you're me, I've heard I speak for myself on that. I can't speak for y'all. But I've heard a lot of people, whether they say it directly or indirectly or inadvertently say, you know, it is what it is, especially when they're in their feelings. Or if they don't have any feelings, (laughs) they'll say it is what it is. And it's not that they're wrong. But sometimes it comes off as being short, inconclusive, uncaring, inert, inept, whatever the hell you want to call it. Socially inept, I'll say. Or just say it with such managerial brio. Say it with boldness, right? Regardless of how they say it, does it still applies being a fact based on the conversation or the topic that's being discussed. Well, that all depends if it is relevant to what's being said or discussed, regardless of how they said it, it's still a fact in itself. However, the, the tone nation does play a part in the understanding and the communication. I'll give you an example. Sometimes people can say they're sorry But the way they say it doesn't hold a can of beans in a can because it seems as if they said it with no feeling. So therefore, it's not convincing. It doesn't sound genuine. You know, when something's genuine, especially if it's the complete opposite, if you piss somebody off, well, you know, they put a lot of effort into that being angry, being sarcastic. We all do it. Same thing with love. Same thing with (sighs) mistakes, imperfections. What is the whole point of giving the definition insanity? When we know it not only means crazy, right? Which I don't like that word, but I use it. But it also means repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. So is perfection insanity? Of course, by definition, it would be because what are we doing when we're perfecting something? We're trying to keep doing it until we get better at it. So we're repeating the same thing, but we're expecting a different result each time. Practice makes perfect. So practice is insanity because it guides you to being better or being more perfect than you were before. I don't even know if I could say something like more perfect. Perfect is in itself supposed to be something you don't have to change anything because it's perfect. So how could you be more perfect? Now, that sounds ignorant. I will say being better at it than you were before to the point of reaching perfection where it's perfect. We're the perfect imperfection. In our core... The one who is perfect, that created us, is in us. Therefore, we are perfect in our core. But in nature, 
because of the type of beings we've been made to be through this genetic manipulation or slicing from the creation stories, we're imperfect beings trying to climb our way back to perfection, which is Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 6 and 7, or 5 through 7. We're trying to get there where we came from, but we have to go through processes to do so. That's why this podcast specifically is entitled The Imperfect, Perfect Life of Living. Going back to the equally or unequally yoked, we got to break things down. We got to dissect them into their core, into what they're actually saying and not try to overanalyze things or oversimplify things or undermine them. We just need to break them down bit by bit, give the basic definitions and meanings of these things, and then put them together to translate them. Ladies and gentlemen, what does it mean to you when it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you? I want you to listen carefully to what I'm saying. I think you get what I'm saying. Majority of you understand that if you do somebody one way, they have the right to do you the same way or vice versa. But think about what I just said in contrast to that. In addition to that, I'm going to say it again in the exact words. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Some of you are going to get it. Some of you may not quite get it. I'm not talking about you not getting the part where treat me one way, I treat you the same. Treat me differently, then I treat you differently. But differently meaning the same. Because if I'm being nice, but you're being mean, Am I not entitled now to be mean back to you because you started being mean to me? But think about what I just said. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That means treat them continuously as you would have them treat you. Even if they're not treating you the same. (laughs) It took me a while to get that. And I'm going to tell you how long it took me. Took me today to get it. After all that time, I've said it. Now, I'm not wrong in the way that we all mostly understand it, but you have to pay attention to how it's being said. I'll say it again. Do unto others. That means you treat others the way you want them to treat you. That doesn't mean they're going to treat you back the way you treat them. You can treat them nice and kind, but that doesn't mean that's how they're going to come back. But does that mean you should go at them the way they're treating you? There is a law for every reaction. I mean, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. That's called polarity, polar opposites. That means opposites. So for somebody's nice, there's somebody's mean. For everybody's, for somebody's mean, there's somebody's nice. That's an opposition. That's an antithesis of theory. Antithesis meaning opposite, right? Or the opposite of theory. Anti-theory is what you call antithesis. Now, here's this notion that we think we just understood what I said when I said, 
do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So let me reverse it. Let me say this. Let's say I come at you nice again. You come at me nice. Well, I've succeeded in how I've acted because I came at you nice. So you came back at me nice and we kept it going. But what about the person I said earlier that don't come back at you nice when you come at them nice? See, the key is, it's not what they do, it's what you do. It took me today to get that. You hear me? I'm in my 40s. It took me today to get that based on how it is said. That's why I say some of you will get it, some of you won't. Some of you still won't get it even after I explained it. And that's fine because to each their own in their own time. That's what the podcasts are here for. I'm going to say it one more time. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So if you want to be treated nice, treat them nice. Even though they won't treat you nice, even when you do treat them nice, still treat them nice. This is what it means to turn the other cheek. To give somebody else the other cheek. Let them also strike you again. That's so hard to do, I know. <laughs> because you're nice until somebody rub you the wrong way or strike a nerve or piss you off and then you're emotionally in your feelings. I know I've been in my feelings because people know how to push your buttons that, that you have in your circle. Somebody that you love knows how to get you. They know how to hurt you. It's hard, family, but you got to work on it because tomorrow isn't promised. Today isn't promised. And that's what I'm working on right now. <laughs> We've always been under the impression that it's only fair game that if you treat me like shit, I treat you like shit. And that is fair game, by the way. That, that is fair. You and mostly like most likely any other person, most people, majority of you are going to think, OK, why should I continually treat you with this type of respect and you're disrespecting me? Or why should I continually talk to you in a way when you're talking to me in the complete opposite? Why am I giving you the time and the, and, and, and the benefit of the doubt if you're only giving me the short end of the stick? You get what I'm saying? But can two negatives make a positive? No, they'll just cancel each other. Just like, but here's the secret. Two positives don't make a negative. They just cancel each other as positives. That means that if you're nice and I'm nice and we end the call or we end our conversation, we end it on a good note. We canceled each other out. Have a great day. You have a great day. All right. There's no hard feelings. You see, everybody's happy. Now, two people who are in a negative place do the same thing. They're not only going out on a bad note. That's where they left it off at. It took me to now as I'm doing this podcast to realize that. Because I'm going to tell you something. I've had fallouts with people. And I've had a fallout with people that I'm close with. And it didn't end on either way. It didn't end on either note. Good. Now some people say, well, you know, you went a little bit above and beyond. I was cool. But if they were cool, they wouldn't have reacted to it. In a negative way. 
the thing I'm trying to say to all of us, about all of us, about me, about this world, is that sometimes things are so obviously in our face and then the truth is there, but we're only getting a remnant or a piece of it because we only capitulate to one side of it because we can only fathom it or we can only relate to it in that way because that's the way we're used to acting. So when we read things like do unto others as you would have them do unto you, listen to what the words are saying to you in that moment. It's saying do unto others the way you want them to treat you. That means no matter how they respond to you being nice to them, even if they're not nice to you, continually be nice to them. Now, here's what a lot of you are going to say. And this is what I used to say. Why the hell am I going to be nice to somebody who treats me like crap? Why am I going to still take somebody smacking me around, abusing me, treating me lower than lower than fertilizer? <laughs> I'm trying to change up my words. And fertilizer is good because it, it promotes growth, soil, life, right? See, out of something bad can something good happen, of course. Out of something bad, good can happen. This is why they say to remain nice, even when somebody's mean, you won't be held accountable for what you did. They will only be the ones having to be accountable. But if you both are in that same frame of mind, now you both have something to be accountable and held responsibly to. It's kind of like when you're nice, you're paying for all of the sins right there and then in terms of karma. There's nothing that can come back to you but good, even if bad is all that you keep experiencing. You won't be held accountable for the bad. The bad coming at you is not your responsibility because you were being good. But if you come back at bad with bad, you're only trading and exchanging bad blows. I know it sounds confusing to a lot of you. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's what the truth is. The truth is ridiculous. That's why they say it's stranger than fiction because it's hard to believe. It's hard to take in or inward. It's hard to fathom. It's hard to do it because it's so simple. It's too simple for a lot of people who have a, who have that dog, that fight in them, that bite back. You know, you're used to fighting back. You're told to fight up, fight back, stand up for your rights. Don't let nobody push you around. And there's just a time and place for everything. That's why it's called balance. Life is about balance. No, you're not going to be nice all the time. No, you're not going to take what I just said about what I read to you and do it all the time. It's just not human nature. It's a process, family. That's why we had this talk. You're going through stages phases, processes. That's what imperfection is. It is the road or the journey going back to where you came from, which is perfection. That's why Ecclesiastes chapter 12 says, when the body dies, it will return unto the earth or the dirt and the spirit shall return unto God, as the Bible says it in those words, who gave it. So you're only as good as the source and its true source and its true form. We're made a little lower than the angels, the Bible says. So we're in a lower state of mind. We're beast. The Bible says also in Revelation chapter 13, 
when we read about taking the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is a man. A man is considered a beast because he's a mammal. A mammal can be an animal. A man is called an animal. He's from the animal kingdom. He acts in a beastly mind when he gets enraged or when he gets in his lower emotional feelings. When he's in a lower frequency, he's in a lower mind. He's in a lower state of being. He acts primitive. He acts out of reaction. He acts out of being hurt. We're all human. The word hue, I told you, Sanskrit, meaning the creative force of will. The creator who created us, who created us through the divine mind. That's why it's called will, creative will. He willed us into existence. Mind is a state of, well, mind over matter is a state of mind. Mind over matter. Matter is the mundane world, the material world, this bodies. That's matter. Mind became matter when it became in a human form or any form that is on this earth in a physical form. It came from being divine into a lower nature. So lower nature means lower emotions, lower actions and reactions. We have to learn from our imperfect state how to return back to our perfect state of mind. And the only way to do that is to go through the process to take the steps that are hard. Everything's hard when you're coming from the bottom trying to work your way up. See, you've already failed to the bottom, so there's nowhere else to go but up. When you're at the top, it's more pressure for some people because they have to, they fall. When you fall, you're coming from all that glory. You're coming from through all those dimensions, all those phases, all those steps, all those rewards reaped have become taken, stripped away from you. You've become a fallen being. You fell into damnation. You fell into a lower state. You forgot from being who you were to becoming somebody of amnesia. This is what a zombie is, family. It is a mindless beast. A dead corpse. Well, what do we say? What do we call people metaphorically who are not consciously awake we call them the walking dead because they are not awake they are not aware they're sleep and sleep is the same or the cousin to death because what do you do when you die you're put to what you're put in a graveyard death is a form of sleep so these things are processes. If you don't want to die, you must be reborn, right? Spiritually, meaning to awaken. That's all that means. To be awakened is to be reborn. Hence, this is why you will get new bodies and a new name. Because you will be a new being. You will be awakened. You will be more greater than you are now. But until that point in time, you have to go through this human life. Knowing that you're a God from within, but you can't act as one and you can't reach the state of, of a God and you don't have the powers of a God because you are not transformed fully into a God. You just have a godliness to you. You have the form 
and you have the ability to reach Godhood, but you are denying it thereof, as 2 Timothy chapter 3 tells us. This is the imperfect, perfect life of living. Hence, this is why most people in traditional religions, such as Christianity and otherwise, say they serve a living God. Because the spirit is willing, the spirit is alive, the spirit never dies. The spirit knows all things, whereas the flesh is finite. It makes mistakes. It's corruptible. It's imperfect. It reacts before it thinks. It acts out as a beast, an animal in its lower nature. It has a form of godliness because we're made in the image of God and the likeness, but we don't act as God in a divine way. Hence, though, what God are we talking about? Because there are many gods and not all gods are on the God level of the most high. That's why I don't like to use the word God. It only means to invoke. Which God are you guys invoking? In your behavior. This is why we had the podcast relating to the periodic table. And I said that all those different periodic elements are remnants of gods that are within you. Go back to the periodic table podcast and listen to the whole thing. I explain it in detail if you have forgotten. And for those of you that have not even gotten that far. Well, when you do, this will make sense to you. I just want you all to know that if you believe it enough with faith and pray, it may not happen when you want it. It may not happen the way you want it to happen. It may not even happen at all. That's just realistically. Doesn't mean that your prayer failed. Doesn't mean that you're not loved. Just means that that wasn't the plan. And I hate that because I'm, I'm a person that I like things to go the way I want them to go. And it doesn't mean that if I didn't pray harder or if I didn't pray that it wouldn't have happened. There may have been a reason. Something in our karma. Something else needed to happen before it happened. But it will happen. Believe that. Now, as far as the unequally yoked, let me say this again. Do unto others you have do unto you. We're going to take a commercial break. That's right. Took a, we haven't even took our third one yet. I don't know if you guys realize that. But when we come back from commercial break, we're going to only probably have about 10 minutes of, the, uh, of, after, of, this, uh, of this podcast left, and then we will end our show like we normally do. So on that note, family, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. I will return after these messages. Hey, 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 family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio, family, 
there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Reed It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. family we are at the last segment of our show and i'm not going to keep you guys long i just wanted to go ahead and do things a little different than i normally do them but i just want you guys to know you know no one's perfect and i'm gonna start with myself you know because i feel like sometimes people have this notion that because you have a show or you're doing something positive with yourself that you put yourself above all else or you're on a platform there's no such thing i don't care if there's an ego with people who feel like they can't be touched they're in this just like you sometimes people can't or won't take account for their own actions and they feel like their stuff doesn't stink even though it's still doo-doo it's still gonna stink sometimes it's just that people are so used to smelling their own crap that they may be under the false impression that it's not but everybody who's human has an a-hole and out of every a-hole the only thing that comes out of that is you know what and so when somebody's running off at the mouth picking fights but never looking at themselves being hypocritical not really showing love even though they claim they love you and then they wonder why you retaliate in such a low manner You lower your own standards sometimes because people can get to you that emotionally. And anytime, don't let nobody ever con you or make you feel or guilt trip you or gaslight you into thinking that something is your fault when you don't even start these arguments or you don't start the this um, ingenuine acts. Sometimes people call themselves setting you up, rattling your chain. And sometimes it works because you allow them to. But. If someone has done you harm before, always keep an eye on that. Because if their true intentions are not any different than what their nature is, eventually that side of them will show in some kind of way. If you can't have something simple in your courtship with whatever is a friend, brother, sister, girlfriend, wife, husband, if you can't have simple order, and compromise in your relationships, then perhaps you don't need to be in them, fam. People want to control you, dictate to you, but yet they don't want to follow their own advice. That's a hypocrite. It's not a name calling. It's fitting the description based on definition that if somebody's doing something they tell you not to do or they're not doing something they tell you to do, If it's in opposition to what they want you to do, but they're not respectfully, equally yoked and doing it too, that's by definition is a hypocrite because they're contradicting 
the very thing that they're telling you to or not to do, they feel like they're above it. That's somebody you can't trust. That's somebody you're going to have to be uh, be careful of being in any type of courtship with. That can only go but so far. And you can love them with all your heart. You can forgive them. You can go beyond a shadow of a doubt. Being their friend. Forgiving them for past conflicts. But if they bring up things in their present that remind you of past conflicts and they are not somebody who's truly genuine changed. Let me tell you something, fam. I'm not without flaws. I made a lot of mistakes in my life, and I'm probably going to make a lot more as long as the Lord allows me to continue to live and breathe. I feel like my mother raised a gentleman. She raised a man who speaks to the elderly with manners. Uh, Even at the age I'm at, still say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I open doors for people, both men and women. But are definitely elderly people, especially women in general. And it's got nothing to do with you. somebody looking at somebody, trying to get with somebody. You know, you people have a very narrow mind of what being kind is in today's generation or to society, shall I say. I don't want to say generation. I'm just going to say society. Because a lot of people of all different generations are acting a fool. And for what? Because you coward. You're a coward and you can't speak your mind without arguing. You can't speak your mind without denigrating somebody's character. Somebody who's open and honest, telling you all their life's history, trusting you with everything, trying to work with you, going through a hard time themselves and trying to get over it. And all you can do is antagonize them, harass them and put them down. And then somebody who's always running their damn mouth, but they got no room to talk. That's a mouthy, disingenuous, bitter-ass person. And the Bible speaks plenty about people like that. Now, am I better than anybody? No, of course not. I, too, can be just about any of these things that I just mentioned to you all. But it is my character. It is who I am. I'm not here to put on a show, a front. I'm not here to, to look good and be bad. I'm just real. That's why I say on my show, I'm authentic. There's things I'm going to say that's not going to resonate with a lot of you. And it's not because I got a point to prove or I'm some badass because I'm nobody's badass. I'm, I'm just a simple man doing ordinary things in search of extraordinary things. And some people hate on you for that because they want to be fast and wild and into the world. And when I say into the world, family, I don't mean that I'm a saint. That don't mean that I'm not doing things that I'm not supposed to. When I say into the world, I mean, you got folks out here who thrive off of attention, who who can't get. They can't have a moment of peace without wanting somebody to say something to them or see them. They got to be in the spotlight. They got to make a spectacle of themselves and they think they're cute or they think they're doing something that's that's sexy or liberating or um you know stylistic and all they're doing is just making another name for them and then they want to be treated with respect they want to be treated with dignity and kindness they want you to act in an according uh, orderly fashion but yet they can still feel the need to bash you when they feel the need to do it or to knock you or to denigrate you that's not expressing your feelings that's taking advantage of someone who respects your feelings And to talk down to somebody, well, it goes back to being equally yoked again, fam. Now, I'm going to say this thing in a different way. Remember I said 
do unto others as it has you do unto them. But what if it says this? And I'm going to go back to reading it. Therefore, all things whatsoever. This is Matthew chapter seven, verse 12, by the way, King James Version. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye, ye means you all, whatsoever you all would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. Now, that's different in context, isn't it? I didn't say do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This says. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you. Do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, it's not saying be bad. But depending on how you read that. It says do to you. What men shall do to you. Do even so to them. So if somebody this is where I was saying earlier. Is it right for us to act out of our character when somebody says something to us? Well, if we're trying to do the right thing, no. But if we're trying to do things based on being equal, equally treated, then yes, you have every right to defend yourself. If you've been as nice as you can be to somebody, and they just keep on rubbing it in your face. They just keep on trying you because they want to see how far they can push your buttons, which that's a dumbass person. I'm just going to say that because you don't know what kind of day somebody's having. You think you might be bad, but you don't know bad until somebody break bad on your ass one good time. And I'm going to tell you something. Only a fool, literally a fool would do that. Only a fool or somebody that's stupid would not they, they would dare try you only because they feel like they can. And you wonder why And you when you look at the news or you see these movies and things where somebody just like, I can't believe he, he did that or he went off. You can believe it because at some point, if even if you push a dog in the corner. And he's timid and he ain't got nowhere to go, eventually he's going to bite back because it's only so much anybody can take until that last straw is drawn until that last nerve has been ramped and pushed, abused. You got what's coming to I say you get what's coming to you at this point because you're asking for it. And asking it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and that door will open. And if the door is your ass getting whooped or worse, I can't feel bad for you because you kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing till the pushing couldn't take it no more and it had to push back some people and this may be some of you listening this applies to everybody but some people you can't feel bad for them when bad things happen to them because they have done so much that sometimes it may just be karma paying a little knock on their door it may just be sometimes that when you keep on pushing somebody, thinking that you're the baddest in the damn field, you're going to find out what bad is. I don't ever go around thinking I can do whatever to anybody and just get away with it. But when you push my buttons, and that don't happen easily, <laughs> you got to be a special person to push my buttons. But if you push my buttons, I don't care whether I lose or I win. It ain't about winning. It's about me getting my respect. 
And there's different ways you can go about that, family. You don't got to show out all the time. You don't have to speak curse words. You don't have to threaten nobody. But some people are asking for it. Some people don't know when to quit because they don't really have good intentions. And I don't know if it's a lack of love. I don't know if it's because they're bitter, if they were done wrong, and they just think everybody's like that. You know, I know when you're dealing with narcissistic people and they can tell you a lie and act like it's nothing, they literally in their mind think everybody lies, so what's the big deal? Why are you making a big deal about it? Because it's a lie. And you agreed to keep it honest. And it's no, it's no sense in you guys that's out here doing your best to be positive, to really have real, true love for a person or people, depending on who you, you know, your situation, families or whatever. And you keep getting the short end of the damn stick because somebody doesn't take you serious enough and they don't care about you the way you care about them. And they've already been on record for doing you wrong, terribly wrong. And they still continue with these malignant, childish antics, these theatrical games of ego and denigrating. Their demeanor sucks and they can't pretend to be good because the good ain't in them. It's only so far somebody like that can go until you see their nature come back again. And if you have more cons and pros, that's a red flag. But if you have more pros than cons, then give it a shot because people are going to make mistakes. Nothing happens overnight. Remember, we talked about process. That's why this is called the imperfect, perfect life of living. There's goods, there's bads, there's yeses, there's noes. Looks ain't everything, fam. It's personality. It's genuine heart. It's genuine respect that will get you far in this life. People think because they got a little something, got a few accomplishments. Let me tell you something about me. I'm not going to brag, but I know there's some people who come from different walks of life that's listening to this show. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. You may catch me in the moments that I've been down. I've had some rough years. I've had some last few years. It's not a, it's not a pit, pity party. It's a, it's a reality. A lot of these people, we turn our noses up when we see in the streets this bums. They may have came from, from good living homes. They may have had it, everything and lost it. Do you understand the mind is a fragile thing? Just because you got over something or you came from nothing and made yourself something doesn't mean everybody is capable of doing that. And it doesn't mean they're weak. The Lord, not you human beings, the Lord dictates to us our reality. If you don't read your Bible, you don't know this. If for those of you who rock with the Bible, for those of you who don't, who are all about life and it is what it is and I just live it as I move as I go on then I can use that as an example if you are such the lord of your universe make it rain right now make it snow right now see I hear people saying they're in control of their own life and they're the, they're their own god but they can't do any more than anybody else, any of any of us can and you can do those type of things create planets move universes decide what is what isn't who comes back to life who dies then i will i have to bow down to you and say okay you're a god i'm not gonna worship you but i'll give you your props and until then you're just talking foolish sure we have the ability to create our own reality i'm not being hypocritical or contradictive in saying that but there's 
levels to it, fam. Somebody who lacks certain aspects, I don't expect them to understand, overstand, or understand this. And some people don't like it when I say that, but too bad. Because I say it for a reason. Each one is similar, but yet they're different. And you would know that if you knew where I was coming from, from the level of love and spirituality. That's why I say understand and overstand because they're necessary. And for those who need to hear this, this is for them. For those of you who feel like you don't need it, that's fine. You don't got to worry about it, do you? Therefore, if it ain't for you, ignore it or simply stop listening. You can't cater to every single person out here. There's going to always be somebody that's got a foot in your damn chest. Some always put words in your damn mouth. Somebody's going to always be a, a wrench that's trying to stop you from fixing the situation or trying to do better. There's going to always be somebody that's a hindrance to your success. And there's going to always be somebody who's got a problem with you no matter what the hell you do. You could be minding your business, looking in the complete opposite direction, and somebody don't want to see the back of your damn head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll make a whole complete argument and a war just because they don't like what your head look like. And ain't nothing wrong with your head. It's just them. Their world is fucked up. So your world needs to be fucked up. Remember, the old saying goes, misery loves, I mean, <laughs> company. You know what I'm saying? Misery loves company. Some people are just that way because they can be. And this shouldn't be a shock. And it's going to be people in your circles, your own family. It's going to be them first that's going to reveal that side to you before anybody in the streets. You would kind of expect it from strangers and people you don't know. But folks that you've been kicking it with, folks that you've been holding dear, folks that you've been putting on a pedestal, folks that you've, you, couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't put no wrong on. Them going to be the ones that disappoint you first because that's how it always is. That's how it always is. And they'll leave your ass high and dry, hanging with not a thread or a care in the world. And they'll be quick to tell you you broke. They'll be quick to tell you ain't shit. And then when you fight and bite back, you're a mean person. This is why I'm reading Matthew 7, 12, Luke 6, 31, and why I read 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 earlier. Because be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. What that means is don't keep fighting with people who don't vibe on the same level as you do. Because that will never go anywhere but down the tubes because they are not believers like you are or vice versa. You ain't vibing on their level. That's why misery loves company. It will always fight you no matter what you do. And you can jump on its side. You can jump on the side of misery and they would still dispute you. It will still kick you in the dirt. People will tell you how they really feel once they get in their feelings. See, I'm usually a reactor. I only say things because I get so worked up that if you hurt me, I want to hurt you back. Because I'm a human being. And I had to get away from trying to be like that because it only, at the end of the day, family, it ain't just you hurting them. You're hurting yourself. You're going to create health issues more 
people, we don't think like that when we in our feelings. We think as human beings, again, we're in the beastly mind of man. We're not in the divine mind of God. It tells you in the Bible in 1 John chapter 4, he who is in you is greater because it is the creator of all things that lies within you. He's in your body as a temple. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. It's right there in your Bible. I ain't making it up. You guys know how I get down. But am I perfect? Because I know scriptures. No. Am I saint or holier than thou? I don't even want to hear that. I never ever portrayed thought or acted in any such way. I'm very confident in a lot of things I say and do. But if I'm wrong, I'm very humble in admitting it and, and, and apologizing and moving on. But you got a lot of people who are not like that family. And you can't expect them to be. It, if, if you're that type of person, it will hurt you and make you... It will make you boil inside because these people are so pride, prideful and proud and won't say I'm sorry, but they'll be quick to start a fight with you. They'll be quick to kick you, but they won't be quick to help you. They won't be quick to hug you. They won't be quick to say they're sorry and mean it. They won't talk with sense and civilness and say, you know what? It's crazy. This arguing we're doing. I said some things that I shouldn't have said. You said some things that hurt me, if you really mean what you say, I want you to know I really mean it, not just because you say it, but because I also really mean it. Now, if you don't mean it, don't say it. That's the first mistake. Don't apologize if you don't mean it. I mean what I say when I tell somebody I'm sorry. But when somebody continually keeps trying to hurt you, after the many different times you have went through arguing, and some of them arguments could have been really resolved in a much more easier fashion, but this is their way. That's their idea of love is to let me lay you out every time I feel like it. But you're supposed to kiss my ass in, in return and not take it personal. I don't know what kind of mind person that is. But to me, that's forms of narcissistic uh, behavior. And it's not just narcissistic. We're not knocking anybody that's a narcissist because we all have those traits. But there are some people who are actually narcissistic personalities. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who are just bullheaded and don't see themselves ever doing any wrong. They're quick to put a speech out there, write a book, tell you how many accomplishments they have. But when it comes to being in the moment right there and then in real time to see who the real character is, the real person. You don't see it. What you see is what you get sometimes and sometimes it's not. Action always speaks louder. So if I've ever offended anybody that does know me on a personal level and I have not told you I'm sorry, I am sorry. But if you feel the need to talk to me, you need to talk to me. My doors are always open. My emails are open to anybody. I accept y'all's ideas, your brainstorming. I appreciate your compliments. And for the very few of you that do donate from time to time, I also appreciate that as well. We're going to be doing something greater this year and much sooner than later. I would like to say by next month, I don't want to give it too much of a deadline, but I do want to give it a deadline because I don't want it to be something that is just talk. I don't like to just keep talking. I'm a person who does like to do. And so I would like to have, well, let me not say it in those terms. By the grace of God, if February by the time before February ends, we should have a, a website up, at least a website up. And it doesn't take a long time to do a website. You can do that in a day. But I would like to 
put things in and I'm going to keep adding to it as time progresses. But there will be a website between now and February. I will say that. That I can guarantee you. Um, kudos to anybody that's ever had anything to do with me in a positive way. And even the negative ones, because I've taken some things from negative people and I've used it as fuel just to show them that all the things you had to say negative about me. Well, now what do you got to say? And you can take any type of kudos to yourself if you feel like, oh, I was just pushing you. I knew you were going to make it. Whatever lie you got to tell yourself, we both know the truth between you and I. All right. And that's fine, too, because I ain't living to judge nobody else. I got to look at myself, man. But I'm always stand for myself and I'm always keep it real and I'm always be true to those I love. And I would die for the people I love if they love me. I love them. I would die for them because it ain't about me. And people who don't know me would never get that. J Rated R is more than just a talk show. Pharaoh Radio is more than just J Rated R. It's a platform for all those who are interested in hearing what it is that we got to talk about. And like I said, I try to keep it honest and I try to keep it as real with you guys as possible because that's just who I am. And a lot of people, well, for some of them, that's 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 enough for them to keep it moving. Some of them, you understand because you've been there yourself. So I'm talking to only those who can resonate with what I'm saying. I don't put a gun in nobody's head. I don't threaten nobody. And I don't got time to worry about whether you with me or not, because there's more people that's going to be with me than not. This ain't for everybody. My show is about any and everything. And I'm always open to any ideas. And I would like to start getting to a point once I get this money and all together that you guys are helping me donate. Some of you, most of it's coming out of my pocket, along with other things I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get me a new home. I'm looking at um, a house or, or townhome. I'm thinking about moving. Well, I'm not thinking about it. I'm going to move. Uh, and I'm not in a bad area or anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a good na- neighborhood and all that. I'm just, I got changes in my life I'm making. And for those of you who've been with me from day one, I appreciate you, man. You would not be forgotten. And anything I can contribute back to you guys, that's what I also want to do. Because that's just what I am. That's just who I am. Um, yeah, I got a, I, I can have an attitude. I can have a temper. I can be like any anybody else. I can give it the best of them. But that ain't who I am, man. And if that's all you think of me as, that's all you see me as, if you think I'm such a terrible person, I can only pray for you. And whether you want me to pray for you or not, I'm going to still pray for you because that's what the most high say do. You don't trade right for all. You don't trade another wrong with wrong. You trade it with a right. That's why they call it righting the wrongs. Because if you know you're in the wrong and you still have time to fix it before you close your eyes and you go before judgment. If any of you really believe there's a hell or a place that you have to pay for any of your lacks or transgressions, there is something I must tell you that is real. Now, I haven't been to a little burning hell, but I've been to my own hells in the astral plane and there's nothing to play with, man. And I wish everybody could have these experiences at least once in their life and let them know at least once or twice. This is how it really is. Or this is what you may have to face. And I guarantee if most of you had spiritual experiences in that way, a lot of this BS wouldn't be going on like it is. But that's a lack of knowledge and that's a lack of of experience. And I don't expect mundane, material minded people to get that. But I pray that each and every one of you in your own time come to your own realization, your own improvisation and your own evolution spiritually to recognize it. 
And I'm still being worked with. I'm still answering to things I've done in my life. And I'm still trying to do better. And I will continue to do because I know I can do better. I believe in myself even if no one else does. So on that note, family, I hope what these words have been mean more to you than what I could ever put out there. And I hope you know I'm a genuine person. And it ain't always about money. It ain't always about how you look. It ain't about having fame. It ain't about who likes you. It ain't about popularity. It's about keeping it real 100% being genuine and putting the most high in your heart and loving those and loving those who love you back. Love them harder and fixing your damn mistakes if you can. If you got problems with somebody and it was just a simple misunderstanding or y'all may have had words and you really both care, both of you get out of that pride and fix it. If not, keep it moving then. If that's how you want to die and go to your grave and that's what you want to think and feel, then both of you got an answer to that shit, man. It's just that simple. I'm tired of beating around the bush about it. People need to get off of their hind quarters and start doing something productive and conducive if they really mean well. If they don't, they just blowing smoke up your arse and talking a good speech, politicking, and don't mean a damn thing a bit of what they say. And it's enough of that going around. That's why I don't go out and that's why I don't hang with people and that's why I'm careful who I talk to and who I let in my circles. And when you're in my heart, I take that shit serious because that's not something you can just turn off like a, like a faucet. This is why people are so screwed up in the head because they've been hurt so many times, misunderstood, abused, and then that Stockholm syndrome kicks in or whatever the hell's going on and they don't know their worth because their, their, their esteem has been so abruptly beat up. And I, I can pull a soul out too. I can say words that can pull somebody's soul out. And I don't take no pride in that, man. I'm an honest dude. If I took pride in it, I wouldn't have no problem on my show telling anybody that's listening right now, yeah, I dig that. No, I don't dig nothing. I don't dig nothing negative. Trust me. But I am a Leo. I was a warrior by spirit. I'm a warrior by my sign. And I will fight for those I love and believe in. I will fight for underdogs. I even fight for people I don't know. But don't try to make no fool out of me. And that's what I say to people in your uh, in your. Uh, circles be of good sound mind and cheer fam pray for us y'all pray for me i love you guys man times are hard enough right now and some folks they just think they just take it with a with a smile and don't take it serious all while you see how fast time is going by we're already in the year 2022 covid just came out this month two years ago on the 26th, which happens to be the same day that Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and his seven other people died. And Kobe in Hebrew was COVID. Nothing is by chance, fam. You can call it coincidence because your mind won't allow it to be more than what it is. Your mind won't expand because you're comfortable being in a construct that you've been raised and programmed in. You got to get out of that. It's going to be scary at first because you're breaking free of the enslavement on your minds through religion and all this other conditioning, racism, politicians of Democrats and Republicans. All that's nonsense, man. None of that shit matters. None of it. Vaccinated, unvaccinated. First of all, this ain't even a real natural disease. It's man-made on purpose. It was weaponized to literally depopulate the planet for the times we're living in. I need y'all to stop getting out of the conspiracy theories type of thinking and start looking at things and researching and start asking some damn questions, man. 
And if you don't want to get your information or you don't want to listen to Fable Radio, there's plenty of other platforms all around the world you guys can tune into that's going to tell you similar, if not the same thing. That doesn't make me right about everything I say, but at least I take it serious enough to question it, fam, and to do the research. And I tell you guys to go behind me and research. So I got nothing to hide, man. Ain't got nothing to gain or to hide. <laughs> because I'm putting myself out there every time I do these podcasts. So judge yourselves. Don't worry about me. You know, for those of you that love me and, and, and wish me well, I love you too. I appreciate you. For those of you who say kiss my ass, you don't care if I die or not. Hey, I got love for you as well. Believe it or not, because at the end of the day, man, I can't be worrying about this stuff. This stuff will give you a heart attack. Real talk. I'm going through some pretty devastating things in my life. And guys, you don't even know it because I try not to come on here with my problems and I don't reveal my personal life and and all full details because there are other people I have to think about. And so I would never exploit or say anything about anybody else that I have an issue or has an issue with me. But, you know, I pretty much, for the most part, everybody gets along with me. Everybody likes me, for the most part, that I know of. But I'm pretty sure there's some naysayers, some haters, or some uncertain people out there. And that's going to always be the case, man. You, you can't please all the people all the time. Know that. Get used to it. On that note, I'm, all, um, I'm getting ready to sign off. I know I said I wasn't going to be as long in this last segment. But uh, this was more important. I feel somebody out there that needs to hear this. It's always somebody out there that needs to hear it. That's the beauty about this universe. You think you're just talking to be talking and you may be saying some very heartfelt words to somebody who's feeling like this or worse and they needed to hear it just in the nick of time because that's the most highest way of working with us through each other. And uh, there's no such thing as a coincidence, family. So if this was for you, I'm happy I was here to help you. Just know that I love you and I hope that you all wish um, I hope I wish I wish you all well. Can't talk now. And uh, yeah, pray, pray for each other in a good way, man. If you're wishing somebody's demise or or trying to curse them, don't even bother. We ain't got time for it. Keep that to yourself. I've said some pretty hateful things. I said to somebody I hate him. I don't really hate him, family. I'm just mad. Um. Anyway. Hate is a strong word. And sometimes you can say things that you can't take back. So just know there's consequences for every action. And if you've been told, some, if somebody's told you they hate you, that's going to hurt if it's somebody you care about. But guess what? They may not really mean it. Or they may. But guess where hate will get you? Nowhere. It won't take you where you want to go. It'll take you down. Leave all these haters alone, man. Let them hate. That's what they do. That's what they're here for. That's their purpose. Let them hate, man. Because <laughs> you know what? The dark side don't have no love in them. So you know when they say they hate you, they really speaking their truth. They're speaking their nature. You know what I'm saying? Throw some light they way. They be all right. And throw some mine. All right? For what it's worth, man. I love everybody. I'm your boy, Jerry. It all signing off. Saying to all those, stay, stay up. Stay blessed. As always, fam, peace and namaste.